Anyone who listens to the show knows that there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes into running an accommodations business. Whether it's a hotel or short-term rental property, preparing, maintaining, and communicating with guests and employees is the name of the game. That's where Breezeway's best-in-class property care and operations platform comes in. Their easy-to-use tools help you automate, coordinate, and communicate with guests and staff in a seamless way. Plus, Breezeway integrates with over 30 PMS and IoT devices, meaning you can easily harness data to enable your staff, make work more efficient, build better schedules, improve quality assurance, harness guest texting, provide comprehensive owner reporting, and so much more. If you're looking for an operations software platform that will make an immediate impact on your business, visit breezeway.io slash proven principles to learn more. Officially entertainment friendly, which means a couple of things, right? Which means it has a lot of the things we've already mentioned. A dedicated person who handles these people. Some kind of private entrance situation, not necessarily the closing door, those are tough, but some kind of private entrance situation. A large format suite, right? A room off the large format suite for an assistant or a nanny, right? Very loose contracting restrictions. Celebrity business is very last minute, lots of changes. These people can't sign their lives away. Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best-run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight. My guest today is Rob Delabovi. He's the founder and CEO of RDB Hospitality, a hospitality consulting firm with a particular focus on travel management and concierge services for high net worth, dignitary, and celebrity travelers. After years of working in luxury hotels, the number one question I get asked is, who's the most famous person you've met? And honestly, that's a tough question to answer. If you stay in the industry long enough, interacting with government officials, celebrities, and other VVIP guests becomes commonplace. What's not common, however, is how a hotel can repeatedly deliver an experience to this sought-after group of travelers that ensures they keep getting the business. It takes awareness, communication, discretion, and the ability to move quickly when the situation calls for it. Everybody wants to have the big name stay with them, but getting your hotel ready to service these guests requires the ability to make them feel like the most important people in the hotel, while at the same time not getting caught up in the hype and treating them like everyone else. Rob shares some great insight and misconceptions about these types of guests, how hotels are selected, how they can best prepare, and why those riders can be so crazy. So let's get to it. This is episode 84 of the Proven Principles podcast, Rob Delabovi on working with celebrity guests. Enjoy. Rob, thanks so much for being on the show. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your unique um, experience and kind of where you're at today in the hospitality industry? Because I'm really excited for this conversation. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. I own a very unique company. I own two unique companies, actually. Uh, well, what's unique is that they, the way they work together, actually. So one is, is a classic consulting company. I show hotels and hospitality venues, restaurants, bars, night nightclubs, etc., how to make money, uh, how to uh, how to be visible, uh, how to operate, uh, how to save money. Uh, and I also own a company, kind of on the other side, where I represent. Um, in terms of travel and concierge, a travel agency and a concierge company. I represent high net worth and and uh, celebrity and musician and athlete and politician travelers, uh, which I book, um, yeah, travel and concierge needs for us. And concierge needs are restaurants, uh, nightlife, ticketing, events, things like that. Pretty much people just call me and they say, I'm going somewhere and I need things. And, and I, I help them out. Now, the uniqueness that I described um, is that that there's not many people who are on both sides, right? There's it's it's either you you run the hotels and the bars and the restaurants, 
or you're representing the people uh, who are who are uh, who are using them. Right. So yeah. we do both. And it, it's 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 uh, unique because I, I can't name another company that does both. Um, no. And it, it's it's great. And they, and they work together very well, because simply put, if someone uh, calls me and says, you know, do you have a hotel in Paris that you can recommend? I might actually have a hotel in Paris that I uh, that I operate. Right. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we can take care of them there in terms of price, in terms of, you know, added value, maybe better than they can do on their own. And then and then vice versa. You know, when I work for a when a hotel company hires me to help them and help their property, um, you know, I can help them earn business. I can I can help fill them. Right. I can yep. tell my clients, hey, I'm working with this great hotel. And why don't you stay there? So yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's great. Yeah. So actually, I'm curious. And this just because you're you're in you've got a foot in both worlds here. It, on the consulting side, how, well, I, I guess the question really should be, how has the last couple of years been on both sides of that coin? Because, you know, I, I do a lot of consulting and what I what I thought the consulting work that I was going to do at the start of the pandemic is not what ended up happening over the course <laughs> of the last two years. Uh, I'm curious to get your, your experience on that too. Yeah. Sim- simply put, um, we went from having two very busy amazing uh, companies with um, with many employees and many clients to having absolutely nothing in seven days. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, both companies went to zero. It's funny, we modeled out before, like six months before the pandemic, we modeled out, hey, what if there's a recession? What if we lose 30 or 40% of our business? You know, what's going to happen here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- wh- like, how are we going to operate? You know, are we going to be able to keep our employees? Then we lost 100% of our business in, in March. And and to, to your point, uh, on the consulting side, we went from really, uh, once things started to slowly come back, we went from consulting on how to operate and how to how to fill your properties and operate your properties. We went to consulting mm-hmm. on how to deal with your bank, how to uh. ask for, for favors, how, how, how to ask to, you know, not, not you know, to defer, lo- you know, payments um, yeah. and how, how to, um, you know, how to deal with the city on, on kind of maybe tax breaks or, you know, or, or loans or, you know, the different t- loan programs that were out there. So yeah, like you, <laughs> we were consulting on things that we were not, we, like we were not expecting. Yeah, it's funny how that shifted and it, it never ends up being what you expect it to be. But which one is, has one of them come back a little bit more than the other? As we're sure. as we're sort of two years in now, right? So as I'm I'm based in Miami Beach, uh, Miami Beach came back very quickly on the uh, venue side, right? On the hospitality side, the regulation in Florida was let's say loose, right? So people that um, didn't want that didn't that were I guess done with COVID on their own started to come to Florida pretty pretty quickly. So I was gaining our company was gaining a lot of con- uh, consulting projects back quickly because simply put, hotels were opening in in, in Florida, you know six to eight months after this yeah. was happening, you know, in, right. in you know, right. September, October, November of 2020, hotel uh, owners were calling me saying, Hey, we have business coming back. Like, how do we manage it? How do we get more of it? Et cetera. So the, the high end, you know, the celebrities and, and the big names in terms of travel, they took a little longer to, to uh, kind of get back on the road. First of all, there was no business travel of any kind for them, right? There were, right. there were no music tours. Uh, there wasn't, there wasn't any celebrity appearances on TV shows or anything like that. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot was done you know, via zoom or via podcasts like we're doing right now. So, um, they had no business on the leisure side. Um, you know, it was a slow burn. It was a slow burn. So many yeah. of my clients are from LA, right. Which, um, you know, is, is a place that was more protective during COVID as, mm-hmm. as, as, as they probably should have been. So, um, I would say, yeah, the consulting services came back first right now we're rocking and rolling uh, again on, on, on both ends, which is great. That's really good to hear. So the thing really that we're talking about today, uh, not about consulting, is about 
VIPs or the VVIP slash celebrity class of guest, which is the question. I mean, as a as a hotel guy, longtime hotel guy, the the number one question I get asked by everybody is, "What famous people have you met?" With like <laughs> like it's it's like the second question is so far and away like not even close to that. The second question oh, is yeah. like, "What's your favorite hotel?" But it's always, yeah. "Who have you met?" That you know, and I was fortunate enough to work in a luxury environment where. They, these types of guests, and not just celebrities, but you know, government officials, um, you know, high net worth individuals, people like that. Like this, this was relatively commonplace, um, and we you end up becoming accustomed to to the cadence of needs and service, and how you sort of have to work in that. Um, from your side, though, as somebody who goes out and looks for people like what I was doing before to service your your clients. Um, what are some of the biggest misconceptions from your side that you see about these guests and how, how best to serve them? And we're kind of, we're going to sort of dive in from that perspective and get right into it to help people get their arms around this class of guests. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, well, first of all, I mean, to to speak to your point, it's so interesting when you do meet these people, um, there's no rhyme and reason to to what you would expect versus what they are, right? Some of the people who you would think are the the kind of, you're like, oh, this person's going to be terrible, could be the nicest human in the world. And then vice versa. It's just the most interesting thing about when I, when I get asked asked that question, which I get asked daily. And, you know, the the big problem with me being asked that big question is I can't really, you know, I can't really answer it often because I have to, you know, I I have a business where, you know, uh, we work with these people and we have to kind of yeah. protect, you know, their, 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 you know, everything they do. But it, I I'm always like you, the ones you think are, are bad or, are not. It's and, true. And, and vice versa. I think the biggest misconception is that, um, is, is that people think often that these celebrities are cheap and never pay for anything. Right. That is completely false. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's in, on the reality TV front, um, there are some, there's, there's names that there, there are a lot of people who don't think they need to pay for things or maybe on the influencer front, people like to exchange kind of who they are and you know what they do on online, uh, for freebies. But so, you know, the, the high, the big names that we work with again, athletes, politicians, musicians, and, um, and, and movie stars and TV stars, they're, they're happy to pay. They, they are happy to pay and they, um, and they, and they spend good money. So mm-hmm. a lot of people tell me, oh, these people live their whole lives for free. Not true at all. Not true at hmm. all. And another, another misconception is, is, is that in, you know, in, in the kind of the process on, um, in terms of, uh, you know, the travel process and, and, you know, arriving at a hotel, dealing with these people and everything at a property or at a, at a, at a restaurant is that, is that they're, you know, they're very high maintenance and, and, and they're awful people. And wh- whereas some are, the majority are not the majority are, are, are just like, just like you and I, like, where's my room? You know, yeah. oh, I love this view. Um, yeah. can I get some room service? You know, so yeah. it's a yeah. lot less flashy than, uh, uh, one, than one might think and a lot more glam, a lot less glamorous than, than one might think. And, you know, these, these people want the same things as, 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 as all other travelers in general. Now I know, I know we're going to hopefully speak about some things, that, oh, yeah. you know, that, 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 <laughs> that they don't want that, 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 yeah. that, that's like that. But I, I think that, um, I think that people generally think negative things about big names in terms of the, the travel process. They think they're cheap. They think they're, they're jerks. Uh, they think that they're super high maintenance and, 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 you know, there's no dealing with them and, and it's, it's, you know, that, that stuff all exists, but it, that stuff is, is, is the minority of celebrity travelers in, in, in my opinion. And you know, it's funny is that stuff exists with regular guests too. 
totally. You, you know, <laughs> exactly. and, and I yeah. mean, honestly, like some, sometimes, sometimes the more regular loyalty program guests, yeah. you know, those platinum level, whatever your program is, sure. can be worse yeah. consistently than, you know, some of the people coming in and, and you know, that you deal with that. I'm sure there's no way of knowing the analytic, but I'm sure that that all people, including celebrities and non-celebrities, are whatever percentage of them are nasty and whatever percentage of them are cheap is is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, in terms of particulars, you know that that's where this that's where the celebrities you know are a bit more fun. But um, <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, we're not dealing with people who who often we don't often deal with people who don't want to pay bills. Uh, we don't deal with people you know who call me and say do this do that. You know, you're you know you're you know you're you know, name calling or anything like that. So yeah, that, that's what people often approach me about. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's a really interesting point because it kind of brings up this thing that, that if, if you're dealing with some of these, some of these highly visible clients, I got another way to say it, like these VVIP clients. Um, sure. and you do find yourself in a position where you are getting Tact is too strong a word, but maybe, you know, more like it, they're just very difficult to deal with and there's nothing that you can do to, to solve what they want. I'm not, I'm going to ask you how best to do that. But before that, is there something that the hotel can do in the booking process, working with someone like yourself to try to head off what some of those issues might be ahead of time? And, and what comes to mind is you know, we had a pre-chat about, um, room types. And so somebody says to you, you know, I just arrived in whatever city and I need, I need a room at this place now. And maybe that hotel doesn't have the type of room that, that they want. So they get there, they're unhappy as one example. Um, what have you seen that, that works well? How can hotels work best with you to head off any potential issues? Uh, the answer is to prepare, right. And to make sure, make sure everything is ready and make sure that make sure there's no issues and to communicate with me about what exactly, uh, these people are looking for and, 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 you know, to make sure everything runs smooth. I always say that, you know, the most important thing is that everything runs smooth, you know, and, and the opposite of what the, the word on the street is, everybody's cheap is people will pay the right amount of money. They just, you know, they want to make sure everything goes well. Right. It's, and, you know, much like other travelers. Right. But, you know, they, they just, they just need a bit more privacy is very, very important. Right. Like the privacy, you know, these people are not traveling to, um, you know, to, to meet with fans or to, you know, to be on stage, you know, often the travel is, you know, to, you know, business travel, they want to get to bed or if it's leisure travel, they want to be with their, their family and, you know, on the beach or on the balcony. And, you know, they, you know, privacy is, is, is super important. So yeah, everybody's different and, you know, double and triple checking, um, you know, one's work on the hotel side or the venue side is very important and understanding, you know, things like this person's a vegan, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this person is, um, you know, this person, you know, his family's with him. It's very important for this person. There's no autographs and no pictures. Uh, this yeah. person doesn't want to talk to the front desk. They want their key, right? That you already have their credit card info. You do whatever you want with it. You just want their key waiting and let them go right up. Um, yeah. You know, this person's going to show up with 15 bags. Um, you know, we don't want these bags sitting in the lobby. There's, I mean, there's a million things, but preparation, you know, it's just like any other, any other thing in the world and it's not rocket science, but, you know, oftentimes people are not, um, People are not prepared, and you know a lot of this stuff is last minute. You know, celebrities make. Well, we just had a an A lister um, call and say, "I'm going to the Bahamas tonight. What's the next flight out?" You yeah. know, and yeah. you know, we we accommodated that. We we had, you know we we booked the hotel down there, and you know we 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 dealt with um, 
you know, we dealt with all the particulars and we dealt, you know, we, we, we were very high touch and, you know, we, we, we met with the different people who are going to be working on the overnight shift and the people mm-hmm. who, you know, are going to be accommodating, you know, d- during that stay. And it's just about prepping them and advancing them on everything. So advance is the most important part of our business. So we booked yeah. the room, you know, Adam, Adam Knight's, you know, celebrity podcaster is going to the Bahamas. <laughs> we booked the room, we set it up, right. We get, we get yeah. everything going and, you know, it's, you, this your stay might be a month from now, right? Then you know, seven days before, two days before, <clears throat> we do, we advance twice. We call and we say, um, Adam likes the following things. He he he's you know Adam, Adam likes to podcast from his room, so mm-hmm. make sure he's in a very quiet room um, mm-hmm. that's not on the pool, and make sure Adam you know Adam loves chocolate. Make sure there's chocolate waiting there when Adam gets there. So you know all of this stuff, and there's a million things like this. It has to be double and triple checked, and and note that that doesn't happen a lot in this industry, unfortunately. Do you think that the excitement of getting people at at this caliber staying in a hotel can sometimes drive some of the overpromises that might cause issues once they get there? Absolutely. Yeah, everybody wants the celebrities, right? And, yeah. and people don't realize hotel employees, not just a hotel employee that that wants, you know, that's like, oh, I like, you know, I like, I'm, this is my favorite band. I want them staying here. It's important to hotel owners, right? Hotel owners walk yeah. into these meetings and they say, um, you know, we say, oh, we have a bank from uh, Singapore staying here. They're like, that's nice. They're like, and we have this, you know, we have Pearl Jam, and they're like, whoa, Pearl Jam. Yeah, and the owners, we, so I always true. like to say, I always like to say, real estate people open hotels because real estate people don't have a lot to talk about at cocktail parties. Yeah. So they open hotels, right? And now they're like, oh, we have Pearl Jam this week. You know, yeah, so it's, so it's very important. And the celebrity stuff goes all the way to the top. And the entertainment sales manager at a hotel, the person who's in charge of dealing with these people is often the most popular person amongst ownership and hotel executives because they attract and, and network within the celebrity world and make the hotel look good overall. Oh, yeah. And um, so, so yes, sorry, the answer to your question, I, I digress. The, the answer to your question is that, is that, yeah, I mean, people will do what it takes to get these people in. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, no problem. We have this, we have that. And, and you know, um, instead of under promising and over delivering, which is what we're supposed to do in this business, we call <laughs> it, we call it, often yeah, we used to call it sell the dream service, the nightmare. The right, same thing. Exactly. It's funny yeah. I worked at dream hotels for 10 years. So that's a whole other, that's a whole other meaning to me. But yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a, it's, it's a, um, you know, it, it, it's a, People do, you know, these, these these hotels, these celebrities are so important to them. And uh, the thing, you know, a thing we're doing recently is for the big, big, big names, we're not necessarily giving arrival times to the hotels hmm. because if we're saying Mick Jagger is showing up at 7 p.m., we've noticed that at the hotel, the entire staff seems to be in the lobby now yeah. at 7 p.m. The housekeepers are cleaning, the engineers are fixing something. Like everybody, <laughs> the time gets out there, right? Yeah. And the staff. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we so we're signing confidentiality agreements and NDAs, and we're you know we're we're having we're making sure people are uh, you know we're saying only two people who work at this hotel can know that this person's coming: the general manager and the person servicing it, yeah. the, the entertainment salesperson. So we you know even within the property, employee-wise, it's, it it can be a problem. Yeah, and that welcome committee is yeah. <laughs> almost always not welcome. Yeah, right. I imagine. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Every, everyone's that situation. Like, taking a picture of you know far off in the lobby, you know, making it seem like. Meanwhile, you're doing a selfie behind exactly. you, you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough. It's it's tough to you know we when I've worked in hotels in New York, we would I would often walk out the employee entrance of my hotel, and I would have you know reporters right there saying, uh, hey, who's staying there? Here's a hundred bucks and stuff. And it's like you know that it's, this is how this stuff gets out and. Um, you know, that kills us. That kills us. You know, we deal in aliases and we deal with, uh, you know, we, we try to move people as quietly as possible. Mm-hmm. 
How do you choose the hotel where somebody goes? What's is there a selection criteria? Is it is it purely brand awareness based? Is it you know, to your, to your point earlier, do you have a network of properties that you just prefer to place people at? How does, how does that look? We do. So we know all, we, we have lists and, and databases in terms of private entrances, in terms of the, the new hotness is the private entrance with closing garage door, right? So the car can go in, the garage uh, door closes. Like the loading dock. Yeah, the loading dock, exactly. Yeah. When the places that can do that, that can get an SUV inside with a closing door, they're getting all the business lately. If you're, if you, at, okay. if you, if anyone's building a hotel right now, at the back, make a make a, a loading dock with a closing door. Right. Never mind that, that you're that, going by the trash compactor and the grease they traps. And they they're, they're happy to see tra- <laughs> trash over fans. I think in terms of walking to a hotel. But the the um yeah you know we have it you know we obviously have our our network of five star properties that um that people prefer. The privacy is important. Location is always important. Um, you know, and we also do a lot of young celebrities. So the cool factor plays in now. You know, some mm. of the five stars simply you know they don't have the hot restaurant or the hot nightclub or the hot bar. Yeah. They're not necessarily in the cool area, right? So we, we also have to have a network of kind of lifestyle properties that are also high-end, kind of a five-star, a five-star, uh, you know, luxury lifestyle, they call it, right? Which is not necessarily yeah. where, you know, with the flowers in the lobby, it's 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 a very high-end, obviously, you know, four and a half, five-star uh, lifestyle property. So we have that network. We have the database. Um, you know, we, we have often contacts at all of these places, the big brands like your, you know, your Ritz's and Four Seasons companies, like they've hired a person to deal with us, the people sure. who book the celebrities globally. Right. So I don't mm-hmm. usually a person on property we don't have to deal with, which is really great. But, um, yeah. Um, and it's sometimes it's funny. Sometimes they'll call and they'll say, why are you putting us at the Four Seasons? There's a Hilton Garden in across the street. We'll be like, oh, you'll stay at oh. Hilton Garden. In? <laughs> you know, like sometimes <laughs> location, people want to like just like anyone else, the rest of us, some people location wise yeah. want to, you know, want to be as close as possible and are willing to stay in a, you know, in a, a room with two beds at the Hilton Garden in. Go figure. Isn't that interesting? Go figure. Yeah. yeah there, there's a crazy. misconception for you right there. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. If if you've if somebody's got an independent hotel, not a strong brand name behind them, uh, wh- is there something that they can do to be considered amongst, you know, with, with a company like yours, like how, how would you go about if you just built this great new luxury air quote, luxury lifestyle hotel, and you're trying to break into this, how do you, how do you do it? First of all, you would, you would, you would be entertainment friendly, officially entertainment friendly, which means a couple of things, right? Which means it has a lot of the things we've already mentioned, a dedicated person who handles these mm-hmm. people have some kind of private entrance situation, not necessarily the closing door. Those are tough, but the, some kind of private entrance situation, a large format suite, right? A room off the large format suite for an assistant or a nanny, right? Um, very loose contracting restrictions. Uh, celebrity business is very last minute, lots of changes. These people can't sign their lives away, meaning, you know, you keep our money no matter what. They might call the day before and say, we can't come. To, we'll be back, but we can't come this time. So all of that kind of qualifies as entertainment friendly, right? Once you're, once you're entertainment friendly, right, you network, um, you know, you, you have your executives and your sales and marketing people network and market in, in, in the world of people that um, not only the celebrities and the assistants and the managers and the publicists and the agents themselves, but also the people like me. We have... You know, I get called by an entertainment, per- uh, sorry, an entertainment person from a independent hotel every day. Someone's like, "Hey, it's me from the Adam in Vancouver." I'm like, "Oh, what's that?" And I'll they'll send their marketing materials. I'll review them. And in some cases, we'll say, "Sorry, this is this is not going to work." In other cases, we'll say, 
this will work for some people, not others. In other cases, I'm like, this is a great new hotel we can use. And you know, all of us also kind of this this the entertainment booking travel community and concierge community, we all know each other as well. So if I get a, you know, if you're asking me about, you know, uh, some town, you know, 20 minutes outside Cairo, you know, which I've never been to and don't know, I, I, there's someone I can contact somewhere, you know, who books the big names yeah. also. Who, it's who, like the, who like the clay door. Like the clay door of uh, totally, yeah, yeah. yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it you know, there's there's going to be times where uh, a hotel employee, and it could be the GM, quite honestly, that deals with a situation that escalates quickly negatively, and you know that could be anything. I mean, it, it could be because of anything, but it could go in so many different directions. If somebody is faced with a, a high net worth high value guests like this and things go off the rails. What's how, how should they approach this here? Is there, is there like a, another level of like kid gloves? I hate to use that term, but like, should you, should you be more accommodating? Should you sort of stick to the, stick to your knitting with how your hotel operates? Should they involve you? What's the, what's the game plan? Yeah. So usually um, on the hotel side, we're dealing with somebody who works for them and not them. It's very rare that a, a talent um, of any kind will let us have it directly. Um, it's happened. It happens. It certainly happens. But usually we're getting a call from an assistant or a manager or a publicist or, or whoever, right? Saying, mm-hmm. But they're yeah, just a pastor. Right. They're, 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 yeah. they're, they're yeah. correct. Yeah. But, so, but I mean, the answer to your question is, is, you know, we, this is, you know, I think a hotel will tell you that all guests are the same. All guests are, are treated equal. But, you know, people who can hurt us publicly, um, we're going to pay a little more attention to. Right. Anybody who could send out a tweet saying, um, you know, this hotel did something bad or, or you know, this hotel is et cetera, or anyone who has influence in that community. You know, the Hollywood and especially the music community and the athlete community are very tight knit. Right. And, and so nothing even has to be public. If an athlete goes back to a team and says, this has happened here and the seven, then the whole, you know, you're not getting anybody out. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we do all that we can, you know, to diffuse and, and, and to, uh, to help out. It's, it's interesting because most people, when they're bad at hotels, they want free stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not an often an ask for free stuff from, it takes us back to our first point, right. That, you know, celebrities are, are, are not often like, well, this is not worth the money. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 it's more like, you know, this, you know, we're having a bad time and fix this right now, give us better accommodation. Right. right. So um, if they're still there, you know, I think these properties do all they can do to, to better the accommodation, to make sure everything goes well, you know, send up a, you know, it's not just send up a, a cheese plate kind of like, <laughs> like it would be if I was upset. Right. It's, yeah. it's, 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 this person's in a suite, put them in the penthouse. So, right. um, yeah, people people do what they can. People do what they can, and you know, often when I call a property or someone on behalf of one of my clients and say this person's not pleased, you know, the, the people people jump right. People want to be involved in with big names regardless, so they you know, that's one reason they jump. But also, they know that it could lead to something a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, and you know the the knee jerk reaction to just comp something to your point isn't. I mean, if it. Oftentimes, it's such a, it, it could be a nominal amount of money in the grand scheme of things for the for the guest that 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 thing doesn't replace the time and frustration that they've had to endure to get whatever it is that they need resolved fixed. Right. So that yeah, so that that's a really good point. I mean, just just going to the comp. I mean, maybe that might be a good solution, but usually it's just about reaction time and yeah. fixing it and just reaction making it better, time. right? And going yeah. forward, yeah, yeah absolutely, agree. Um, I got to talk to you about riders. 
riders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The famous, you know, no green M&Ms, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. What, what's the purpose of, of having a rider? And is there a type of, of guest or client that, that usually has one or are they becoming more popular, less popular kind of what's the state here? I mean, the, the out there purpose of having a rider is to inform the hotel of everything that's needed before, before, you know, w- w- we get there and, you know, and, and when something goes wrong, be able to stick them saying, we told you this two weeks ago in the form of a rider that you clearly did not read. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, you know, riders have a riders have kind of a bad rap because of all the fun and games in them. Um, but they're super important in terms of, you know, specific instructions that are not necessarily easy to, to, to explain over the phone or to just send in an email. Like these, these are very intricate instructions about how this, how this room should be built, how the arrival experience should go. Um, there's liability things in there. Like if, if this hotel has construction in it or around it, inform us immediately, right? Because mm-hmm. we'll, cha- we'll change our hotel. And, you know, then, then when, the, when the guest shows up and there's construction, we can say, we told you to tell us in the rider, and now we're going to send the person somewhere else. And you're not going to charge mm-hmm. us. Right. So it, it's, it's, it's 90% to make sure the hotel is on their game. Where is their tour bus going to park? Um, here are, here are everybody's aliases. Aliases are a huge one, right? Um, if I'm staying under an alias, Tom Collins, right? And I lose my key. If I go to the front desk to get a new key, my ID does not say Tom Collins. So technically yeah. the hotel should not give me a key, but in the writer, it explains, here's how aliases work. If somebody loses their ID, their so their um their key, they can go to the front desk and they, and they can get a new key with their alias. Just stuff like that that's really important. Now, writers have gotten, you know, I think that started in the '80s with the um maybe even before '70s and '80s with the rock bands, where you know the things like separate our M and M's by color, you know, uh, got into got into the writers. And we've seen a lot of fun stuff. We we, we see a lot of fun stuff in writers, and um, yeah. we have fun with them. They're really fun. But ninety percent of them is like really serious information that needs to. <laughs> needs to happen. Um, you know, that, and a lot of it involves people's safety. I send out riders now with pictures of stalkers in them like this. this oh, wow. I'd say this girl has three very serious stalkers. Here's pictures of them. Share these with the security team. Um, if this person's seen on property, tell everybody immediately in the, in the police and stuff like that. So the writer, you know, it's funny because the writers, <laughs> everyone thinks kind of the writers are all fun and games and there, and there are, and there is some of that, but there's also very, very serious safety regard, you know, safety and, um, you know, important service features that are inside of them that you had, you know, they, every, we make people sign our writers now because we found that people weren't, weren't reading them and, you know, start oh, to wow. finish. So we make people initial every page and sign them and return them. And, uh, yeah, the writers are, the writers are, a bit, especially for when we do music tours, when we do music tours, we have 50 people or a hundred people that are in 40 cities and 60 nights. And, um, you know, they want to, they want to get into their room, go to sleep, wake up, get on their bus and leave. And they don't want to talk to anybody and they don't want to put out any credit cards. They don't want to sign any registration cards. They don't want to deal with parking nonsense. They don't want to have problems getting their bags up to their room. They don't want, they don't want any, they want, if they want a snack, they want it waiting in their room already and whatever it is. And, you know, people have very specific diet, dietary um, restrictions and habits now. And, and they just want this all taken care of in one snap. And, um, you know, it's, it, and like we said, no rhyme and reason before. There's no rhyme and reason to who reads the writer and who doesn't. Right? Yeah. You might have a a, a, a three star hotel that nailed it, and a five star hotel that clearly didn't even look at it. Yeah, and I mean logistically, you know, it's your your music example logistically on the back end that 
it's easy. The hotels, of course, are going to be very myopic in how they look at it. It's like, it's what we need to do today for the guests in the house right now. But from your perspective, you got to get them from here to here to here to here for 60 days. And that the logistics of that, I, I can only imagine are unbelievably complicated. They're unbelievably complicated. And, and it's, the type of the type of situation where a mistake ruins everything, <laughs> you know, like they show up somewhere at three in the morning and the hotel's not ready for them. You know, the it's the end of the world. It's I get fired. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's so that's why everything has to be double and triple checked, as we mentioned. That's why the writer has to be signed and autographed and ready. And that's if there's no bus parking spot um, and, the, and the, the bus shows up at three in the morning, that driver is required to sleep a certain amount of hours per day before he's allowed to drive again. Yeah. And the, 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 the band can't even go to the next city. So they're going to miss their concert if, if, if the bus parking spots there by law. Right. So yeah. <laughs> there's, and there's a million things yeah. like that that nobody knows. So it's, it takes a little bit of a, um, I always say what we do, what we do is not rocket science. There's no, you know, we're not curing cancer here. There's no, you know, there's no real science to it. However, it takes, a, it takes being on top of a lot of things at once. Yeah. And that type of multitasker who can who can you know have fifty things thrown at them at once. That's all this. That's all this job really takes. Does the, do the the kind of the funny games as you say in the rider? Does that do, do having those in there in some way ensure that the more serious things get read? If you know that the nitty gritty sort of silly things are taken care of, is that a bit of a check and balance? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. So we we separate. I mean, when, when I, the hotels I've managed, we separate M and M's by color, right? And, you know, I think that's kind of why, yeah, like you said, I think that's, it's it, it, it maybe intended as a check and balance, like you said, by some of these acts, some some people are just being ridiculous, right? Yeah. Some people yeah. will say, oh, you know, three blondes and four brunettes and everything in the room. It's obviously a joke, right? But then, then yeah. people that want, yeah. you know, green M&M separated by color and we do it, they're like, okay, these people read the writer and they're on their yeah. game. So yeah, so I, I would agree. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a check and balance. Good point. Is there uh, any training or style of service. And we've talked about this a little bit here, but I, you know, as you, as you've interacted with some of the best hotels in the world in placing your clients, is there a common theme or a common practice that some of those properties do that may either make the job easier, service the guest better, or ensures that they can kind of remain at the top of a, of a recommendation list when somebody's coming into town? Right. So, I mean, the main thing that's happening is that there are not companies, but people that are specifically very good at this, right? There are, there are VIP sales and sales representatives and entertainment salespeople who are excellent, right? And they get hired and paid um, and they move around, right? Yeah. And they get hired by the, by the hotels that want this type of business, right? And mm -hmm. they understand, they have a playbook, right? That I don't understand why brands, the, I think the problem is that hotels are individually owned, Right. They're not, although they're, you know, there's franchise and licensing deals and take a brand like Four Seasons. The so Four Seasons is are, you know, if there's 50 of them, they're owned by 30 different companies, right? right? So right. their philosophies per hotel are going to be different. Mm -hmm. Their rules per hotel are going to be different. The way they operate, everything, the, the people they hire, everything is going to be different. Although the yep. brand is is there and the brand's very consistent and unique and, and amazing and and well done. Um, things like the way they contract and take deposits, let's say, yeah. are going to be different per ownership, right? So, the, so in, instead of having a brand wide playbook, what these companies do is they, you know, they hire the best entertainment people who have the best connections. They call me right away. I'm now at the Ritz in Denver. 
you know? Yeah. Um, and then they, those people specifically know, A, how to attract these people, B, how to service them, and, and C, how to present the hotel in an, again, entertainment-friendly way, right? Um, which, which, which causes this business to, to double immediately, right? Like yeah. we trust these, these entertainment salespeople who, who understand just exactly what you're saying, how to contract, how to, how to handle the arrival, how to not tell everybody on the staff, right? How to read through the writer, sign it, and, and, um, and, and come, come through on everything on the, you know, all the terms on it, right? And mm-hmm. So it's, we, we, fo- we follow people. We, we find that these, these entertainment sales managers, which is what I did before I got into this, mm-hmm. um, are really the, um, you know, kind of the, 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 the one thing that's consistent, um, I'd say, within these properties. So when a new property opens, a luxury property in a Miami, where I am, right? Mm-hmm. There, that luxury property is going to identify one of the three people who are amazing at this in town and, and overpay them, right? And, 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 and bring overpay meaning versus what they were making before um, and, and bring them on. And that, that property is going, to achieve, uh, is going to achieve this kind of celebrity and talent business immediately. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that that's a really good point. I mean, it comes down to the sales manager and I'm sure all the entertainment sales managers are going to love hearing you say that. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a former one, so I'm a bit biased as well. But yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 and it works. I've hired, you know, yeah. I, I, we, we've had hotels that, that I've worked with where we're, you know, not doing an entertainment business. We hire the right person, nothing changed except for that person. Yeah, and that true. person comes in and then day three, we have some huge name checking in and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's your classic relationship and connections thing, right? Like just like anything else in the world. Completely. Okay. So the hit list, read the writer, uh, be communicative and responsive and don't take pretend selfies. Anything else? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, just act like you've been there before, you know, yeah. act like you've been there before, you know, it's, it's the whole, you know, Chris Farley, remember that, that concert? That was awesome. Like they don't want to hear that. Like they yeah. want to be treated like regular people and shown to their room and, um, and accommodated and they'll be back. They're just as loyal as anyone else. So it's, um, yeah, I, th- I think that attracting and, and this kind of business, um, takes a specific strategy and playbook, but I, it, 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 again, there's no rocket science here. Love it. Rob, if anybody wants to learn more about you or what you're doing, where should they go? Yeah. RDBVIP.com is my website. Yeah. Or give me a call. Sounds good to be linked in the show notes. Rob, this was uh, this is a lot of fun. You brought me back to uh, a lot of experiences. <laughs> I appreciate the conversation. Thanks so much. This was my episode with Rob Delabovi. You can learn more about him at rdbvip.com. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you're not a subscriber to the podcast, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For past episodes or to get in touch with us, just go to theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at The Proven Principles Podcast, or you can find us on LinkedIn. I'm Adam Knight, and you've been listening to The Proven Principles Podcast. Until next time.